Welcome back guys and welcome to week 5 of 6 of the Sick Week Nutrition Exercise Video Series Program. Today we're going to cover Types of Training Part 2. So what we're going to cover today, all that stuff we learned in Part 1, we're going to put into action in Part 2. I know the first part was quite heavy in terms of detail, Part 2 is going to be a little bit lighter, but we can actually put all the stuff we learned in Part 1 into action. It's crucial that we went over the topics in the first part, so we can actually put them into action in the second part. But remember guys, if you've got any questions or queries or worries or thoughts or this doesn't make any sense, just throw them in a closed Facebook group, I'm more than happy to answer them. Let's get into the second part. So in this section, we're going to talk about equipment, so types of equipment, how to use it, rep ranges, all that stuff in the gym, because it can be confusing when you walk in, just equipment everywhere, free weights, machines, warm-up areas, cool-down areas, it can be quite a lot. So I'm going to break it down to you, to different sections. So we're going to, first we're going to look at is equipment. And how I'm going to cover that is, you're going, next you're going to see some pictures showing each movement, and I'll talk over it. So I'll see you guys after that section. Hi guys, Carl Chaffer here with a quick commentary on the first movement, which is going to be a TRX squat. So hold it on to both handles, or you can do so with your feet about shoulders apart, slightly turn your toes out, and then as you're going down, you can imagine like you're sitting in a chair and try and imagine like you're pushing your knees out and that allow you to get into a squat a bit deeper. Ideally, you want to try and go below parallel, but if you can't, don't worry about it. As low as you feel comfortable going, it's totally fine. This movement's going to work the quads, the hamstrings and the glutes. Basically, your bum and your legs. Next, we're going to look at the TRX press. So you're going to have your hands and the handles and you're just going to step your feet backwards about shoulder width apart, your hands should be. And as you do that, you're going to then lean forwards all you're going to do is bend at the elbow, keep your elbows nice and close to the body and you're going to go down until your handles are about chest height and then you're just going to push back up. And if that's too difficult, you can just walk your feet forward. If it's too easy, just walk your feet back. And that's what makes the TRX a great piece of equipment. It's adjustable to ease you back into fitness. This movement is going to work your triceps and your chest muscles. Next movement we're going to look at is a TRX row. So all you're going to do is hold onto the handles, step your feet forward as far as you feel comfortable going and then all you're going to do is going to pull your body up, keeping your elbows close to the body, and you're going to pull it to about chest height, and then it's going to do the exact same thing going down. Ideally, you would like your feet to be at shoulder width apart with this movement, and if it's too easy, all you want to do is step your feet forward, and if it's too hard, just step your feet backwards. This movement is going to work your upper back and also your biceps. Next, we'll look at a movement that's a bit more challenging called the TRX lunge. So it's going to hold onto the handles and all you're going to do is bend your left or right leg behind you until it roughly touches the floor or as close to the ground as you can get it. And then all you're going to do is step right back up and that's going to be one leg and then you're going to do the other leg. This is going to work glutes, hamstrings and quads and also some hip flexors as well. Basically your legs and your bum. Next we'll take a look at the cable machine and we're going to do a cable fly. So as you can see there's a weight stack there. You just want to pick a weight that's going to be heavy for you but manageable for about 8 to 15 reps. So all you're going to do is hold to both handles, you're going to have one leg in front of the other one, so your more dominant leg at the front, and it's going to have your arms at wide, slight bend in the arch of the arm, and you're going to bring your hands together. And that's going to work your chest muscles. Next we're going to look at a lat pull-down machine. So first thing you need to get into the machine, so all you want to do is put your legs underneath these two cushions. As you can see the yellow pin, you just want to pull that pin, and that's going to make your seat adjustable. You want to make sure you're sitting comfortably and your feet are flat. Again, there'll be a weight stack here, all you need to do is pull the yellow pin out, and put it to a weight that's going to be heavy for you, but again, relative to you. What you're going to do then is grab onto both handles, and then it's going to pull the handles down towards your chest, make sure you've got a nice flat back, and then really engage that core. This move is going to work your lats, so your upper back, and also your biceps. Take a look at the leg press, so this is going to have adjustable seat, so it's going to slide you back and forwards. Again, you just need to pull that yellow pin up, and then adjust it accordingly. What ideally you want to have is your knees at a 90 degree angle and your feet about shoulder width apart 
slightly turned out. And again, there'll be a weight stack next to it. Again, just pick a weight that's going to be heavy for you by pulling the yellow pin out and pick the appropriate weight. So what you're going to do is have your knees nice and bent to start off with. And you're just going to push. You can hold onto the handles near the side as well. It's going to push your legs forward. And as you're pushing forward, make sure you do not lock your knees out. You want to keep your knees nice and soft. This piece of equipment is going to work your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes, so your bum, and also your calves. Next, we'll take a look at the Smith machine. So what you want to do with this is add the appropriate weight. Again, heavy being relative to you. So you need a couple of plates on each side. And what you're going to do is you're going to get into position by putting it on your shoulders. Exactly the same as a TRX squat. As you squat down, you're going to have your feet about shoulder width apart, toes slightly turned out. And as you're going down, you imagine that you're sitting in a chair. Try and push your knees out and go as low as you feel comfortable going. And the way you're going to take the barbell off the actual rack, you just got to lift up slightly. So step onto your toes and you're just going to use your hands to rotate the bar. And then you'll see the hook and hook. This is going to work the same muscle groups as the squat. So the glutes, the hamstrings, the quads and the calves. In a nutshell, legs and bum. Next we look at the dumbbell bench press. And as you can see, there's two pins there. Again, you can adjust it to the angle of the actual bench. This one, we're going for about 30 degrees, and you can also adjust the seat you're sitting. So from this position, you're going to grab two dumbbells. Again, something heavy. You're just going to stand up, pop them on your knees, and you're going to bring your knees up to actually put them to your chest height. So they're going to be in a low position. They're going to be in line with your shoulder. All you're going to do is press, make sure your back and also your bum remain on the seat. And it's going to go to full extension. Again, just making sure you've got soft elbows at the top and you're just going to come back down. And once you finish 8 to 15 reps, you're just going to bring the weights back to your chest, and then you're just going to put them on your knees as you sit up. This is going to work your triceps, shoulders, and chest muscles. Now that concludes this section about most common equipment used at the gym. Now we'll take a look at some core exercises. The first one we'll take a look at today is the crunch. What you need to do here is lie on your back with your feet flat on the floor, about shoulder width apart. Resting your hands on your knees, and then slowly coming up one vertebra at a time, and then slowly going down Three sets of 10 would be good here. The next exercise we're going to look at is the plank. What you're going to do is lie on your front and you'll have your feet together and your arms, forearms, sorry, shoulder width apart. Hips not too high, not too low. And you're going to squeeze the glutes. You're going to hold that position for as long as you can. You're going for three sets. If you're feeling lower back pain, I would not recommend doing this exercise. Next, we'll take a look at the Russian twist. So lying down on your mat, it's going to be knees bent. You're going to grab a heavy weight. And you're just going to hold two ends of the dumbbell and twist left and right. So each one left is one, two, three, etc. up to 20. If it's too easy, just lean further back. Still too easy, just raise your feet off the floor and really challenge yourself with this and really engage that core. And again, if you're feeling low back pain, I would not recommend doing this exercise. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed this section about equipment and now I've got a better understanding how to use it and when to use it. Now we're going to look at training days and how many times to split it up over the week. When I first started going to the gym, I only went twice a week. And that's a great place to start. It builds a solid foundation for you to work from. So I'm just going to show you some splits and how you can break that up throughout the week. So if you're training once a week, so I recommend about five to ten minute warm up. And let's assume you're training for an hour. And then I recommend doing weight training next. And we'll say about 30 minutes. And then about 10 minutes of cardio. And then you want to spend the last five, 10 minutes cooling down. And that should all take you around about an hour. And with the weight training here, you want to go for upper body and lower body and mix that all up. Push, pull, lift, but we'll cover that in the next section and give you a bit more detail on what it looks like. But generally speaking, if you're doing once a week at the gym, this is what I recommend. The only difference between this and if you're doing twice a week is I'd split the weight training and cardio up. So I'll show you an example of that now. So training twice a week, gonna split into part A and B. So again, similar format, five to 10 minutes warm up, 
And then this section now, we're gonna make a bit longer. So we're gonna say 45 minutes of resistance training or up to 45 minutes. Don't have to be exactly 45 minutes. Okay, so that's what your first day would look like or day one. So move on to day two or part B. This one's gonna be similar again in terms of warm up and cool down. But you might spend a little less time than an hour in the gym for this one, but it's gonna be a warm up for five, 10 minutes again. And this bit's gonna be cardio. So the cardio should be between 20 to 30 minutes at least. And that can be a mixture of the several different ones we've gone over before, playing your favorite sport, high intensity, some steady state training, but you wanna make sure that changes every week at least to keep the body guessing, because the more you keep the body guessing, the more it's gonna be not adapting to that movement, because as soon as you start getting adaption and the body gets used to it, that's when you start making progress. All right, so 20 to 30 minutes of cardio, and the cool down, same again, five to 10 minutes. So that's two hours in the gym maximum a week, that's not too bad. So, if you were training three days a week, I'll show you how it looks like now. Okay, so three days a week, we're gonna split into three parts, A, B, and C, or day one, two, and three. That could be like a Monday, Wednesday, and a Friday. So part one, you're gonna have a warm up again, five, 10 minutes, and then you're gonna have resistance training, or weight training. Again, that's gonna be about 30 minutes. And then after the weight training, we're gonna put some cardio in there, about 10 minutes. Actually, we'll say 10 to 15 minutes, and then the cool down to be about five minutes. And it's about hours worth of training. And on the second day, or part B, it's gonna be very similar to the first lot, but all we're gonna do is take away the cardio. So I'll just write that down for you. So warm up, five to 10 minutes, weight training. So I'd say about 40 minutes for this one. And then the cool down, about five to 10 minutes. The last section here is gonna be pure cardio. So warm up, cardio, cool down. So warm up, five, 10 minutes, cardio, 20 to 30 minutes, and then cool down, five, 10 minutes. And in terms of these two weight training days, what we'll do is split them into two. So the first one you're gonna do upper body. Actually we'll change that, because on a Monday, most people do chest, upper body. So we'll actually start with lower body. So lower body, say for example the Wednesday, the second training day, we're gonna do upper body. And that way you're hitting all muscle groups with lower body, upper body, and you're still doing the cardio. So that's what I'll do if you're training three times a week. If you're gonna start training four times a week, I'll then probably recommend getting in touch in terms of like in a close Facebook group, because when you start getting to four days, that's when you're starting to get very specialized. That's when you start getting more advanced training. But for beginners, I'll start off with twice a week for at least two to three months and then build on that. So you might want to do three times a week after three or four months and then just grow from there. To start off with two days a week is more than enough. And now I'm going to show you how I'd use all this information and put it into like a program so you guys can follow. So it's going to be a basic program you can do and give you some basic principles. So some basic principles of programming, if you're training once or twice a week, I'll show you what roughly that should look like. So if you do once or twice, the weight training section, I recommend putting it into three categories, push, pull, lift. What I mean by push is an exercise that involves a pushing motion. So for example, you've got like a press up and you've got like a bench press, anything overhead, like a shoulder press. There's some examples of a push. Then you've got a pull, so anything involved rowing. So you've got like a seated row. Or if you're on a bench, you can do like a single arm row. So again, anything you're gonna be pulling in to the body. A lat pull down is a good example of that. Then for your lift, you've got things like squatting or deadlifting. So basically anything that's lower body. It's the easiest way to describe that, so legs effectively. Okay, and that's how I'd split my basic training if you're training twice a week. Then in terms of if you're training three times a week, I'll just break it down nice and simple, upper body, lower body. Because you'll be training twice a week. So upper body being anything above the waist, Lower body, anything below the waist. Nice and simple. That's how I'd split up my week if I was doing once or twice a week or three times a week. Now we've finished with this, we'll take a look at warm up, cool down, and mobility and stretching.
Okay, so for warm-up, so that's that roughly five to 10 minute frame, I'll just go for a light jog on the treadmill, as an example, or you can go for a light row on the rowing machine. And the rest of that time, I'll start doing some dynamic stretches. So I'll take the rest of the five to 10 minutes left. So that would be my warm-up. Then for my cool down, I'll just do some, maybe you can jump back on the row if you've got time. So again, light row or jug. And then I'll just do some static stretches. Again, I'll give you some examples of dynamic and static stretches, which will be emailed across to you. Again, that'll take five minutes here, five to 10 minutes in the last section. And then in terms of mobility, I'll try and save those to your rest days. What I'll do, I'll send you an example of what I do on my mobility days. And what mobility will help you with is just get a better range of motion, which is very important. So it helps you stay injury free is key. And that's the same as static stretching and dynamic stretching. It's not exciting, it's not glamorous, but what it'll do is help keep your joints and muscles healthy. Now we'll take a look at some motivational tips I can give you just to help stay motivated in a gym environment so you keep progressing. Motivation. Okay. How I stay motivated is basically you've got to get into some kind of routine and habit. So motivation will come and go, to be honest, over the years. It has done for me. There's days where I don't want to train. It's really cold outside. I just want to stay in bed. But key things are is turn up anyway. I always say to myself, just get up, turn up, the rest will happen. The results will come. But you've just got to keep turning up. The thing I use is, is my why big enough? So you may have started this program, the six week video series and thought, right, I want to lose weight. Is that enough? Is that enough of a why to keep you going, to keep you motivated when you really don't want to keep going? So is your why big enough? So losing weight is a good why. A better why might be to gain confidence, to feel better in your own skin, to actually start feeling a lot more confident, feeling great about yourself rather than feeling low, change your mood, so these things are probably more important than actually losing weight. So start thinking, is your why strong enough? Because that's what will keep you motivated for the next six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, 10 months, a year, five years and beyond. But always reset back to why do I start this journey? Is it big enough reason to get going? And that's just my bit of motivation and that's how I stay motivated. So we'll take a look at my favorite section now, questions and answers. Okay guys, questions and answers. So these are the top 10 questions I get asked about exercise on a daily basis. And number one, will cringes help me see my abs? On their own, no they won't. Nobody get rid of belly fat. You need to add in the cardio and the weight training and you wanna have less calories coming in and more calories going out. And that's what's gonna get you a more defined or toned ab area. Number two, how to get rid of the bingo wings? In a nutshell, you can't do it just through doing exercises that target this area. Also known as spot reduction. You have to target your whole body. So again, Cardio exercises, higher intensity ones, sometimes lower intensity ones, and weight training and nutrition. Nutrition is the biggest one. It's gonna be key to try and get that result. And number three, I'm a lady, I want an awesome bum. Squat, squat, and squat. That's what I'd recommend. A lot of leg exercises really have to tone the bum. And number four, why do I feel sore the next day after an exercise for the first time in a long time? Well, the first couple of days are probably the hardest. It's because you haven't worked those muscles in a while. It's called DOMS. Delayed onset muscle soreness. And I highly recommend doing some stretches and foam rolling afterwards that would help to ease the soreness. I'll send you a video with all that information on there. And number five, how quickly will I see results and what kind? Well, don't worry about any of that now. We're gonna cover that in week six. So next week, we'll go into more detail what it looks like. And number six, can I tone my thighs using an abductor machine? Generally speaking, no. Um, that machine is only good for isolation. That's about it. You really wanna focus on nutrition number one, Number two, get some weight training in there, some squatting, that's really gonna help. 
And number three, you're gonna to wanna to do some cardio in there as well. Number seven, what is resistance training? It's basically using opposing force to help you work harder. So you've got things like your body weight you can use as resistance, you can use dumbbells as resistance, you can use barbells, kettlebells, machines, there's loads of different ways you can create resistance. Basically makes your body work harder. Number eight, as a female, will weight training make me bulky? No, it won't. It will not make you bulky, so don't worry about any of that. You've got to put a lot of work in, and many days a week, nutrition spot on, to even get close to being bulky, so don't worry about that. All it's going to do is make her leaner, which will make her look smaller. So it's very beneficial. And number nine, what is intensity when it comes to cardio? What is thing called RPE, which is rate of perceived exertion, so a scale between one and ten of how hard you're working effectively. So when you're doing cardio and high intensity exercises, you want to work in the seven to nine range, really. Tens, Save those for once in a blue moon. But seven to nine is where you roughly want to be working. And number 10, I want to lose weight. What's the best way? Is cardio better or weight training? Actually, there's a place for both. You need to do both of them to get the optimum result. So I recommend both. Just want to say a massive thanks for watching this week's series. I hope you enjoyed it and you got loads of information that's going to be useful for you when it comes to training in the gym environment. I look forward to seeing you guys next week for our last week where we cover results and supplements. See you in the next video. Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and if you did, please consider going to iTunes and giving us a rating. We really appreciate the feedback you give us, it really helps the channel to grow. So if you enjoyed it and it gave you any value, please consider doing that. See you guys in the next episode.